Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here and you chose to press play on this episode because it's a good one. I actually just kind of tested this out in my Facebook group and on Instagram Live. This is kind of for anybody who does podcasts, or I guess this can be applied to really, you know, if you do like a lot of video content, maybe you make YouTube videos or something like that. But what I do sometimes is if I have a topic that I want to possibly talk about on the podcast, I do it in a live first kind of like a dress rehearsal. I work through it because in a live, you have to, you can't like pause and, and stop. Even if you fumble over words, right? You got to get it out. And it just allows me to like practice. And then I can come back here and I know, okay, I, I want to go a little bit deeper on maybe this example, and I want to omit this example, and I'm not going to drop that joke in the podcast because it didn't land well on the live. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it kind of makes it a little bit easier. I don't do that for every single one, but lately I've been doing it a little bit more and it's, it's super helpful. So little tip for you that I accidentally stumbled across. And if you did catch that live, either in the Six Figure Influencer Facebook group or on Instagram, Listen, because I'm going to go a little bit deeper into some of these things and I might explain things maybe a little better or a little differently. So I know whenever, like if you like this subject and if you already listened to this and you got something from it, listen again, because I know if I listen to something that inspires me multiple times, it's, I pick up new nuggets each time I listen, like the second or third time. So anyway, What we're going to be talking about today is this concept of what people call stacking the deck in your favor. And I want to talk about it in the sense of of business, of course, but also applied to, it can be applied to all different areas of your life. But this idea of stacking the deck in your favor to create the life and the business of your dreams. And I mean that quite literally. I don't mean that in like a a fluffy way or, you know, I'm not just saying that when you get really good at supporting yourself and becoming self-aware and understanding the power of small and big actions and how they affect multiple areas of your life, when you can understand that and take control of it, you can create, I truly believe you can create whatever it is that you want to create. So whenever I say stack the deck in your favor, that means that you are setting up 
things in your life, whether it be support, help, systems, habits, beliefs, you are setting up certain areas of your life that support an end goal that you actually want to create. So you're not leaving it up to chance. You're not waking up every day hoping that you get the things done that's actually going to move the needle or make you feel your best or help you be the the type of mom or partner that you want to be. You are being very intentional about taking the actions and setting yourself up for success, aka stacking the deck in your favor, in the favor of the future you, the future business, the future life you want to create. So before we get into how we can do that, because I'm going to give you four steps on how you can do this very intentionally, before we get into that, I want to first talk a little bit about the power of, let's just say, every decision we make every single day. Now, you have to be careful because I realize that that sounds a little dramatic. And and if you think about it too much, especially in terms of the ripple effect or the butterfly effect, which essentially means like one very, very, very small action initially can ripple or create something much bigger that you didn't even realize. When you think about that, it it can make you a little crazy. So I'm not trying to be dramatic when I say like every decision you make every single day is is impacting and determining whether you succeed or fail because I don't think it's that extreme. I'm sure some people could absolutely prove, but I want to just generally create a picture for you so that you see how certain behaviors, certain decisions can affect obvious areas of your life and then not so obvious areas of your life. All right. So the ripple effect, like I already said, is where a small action initially makes a small impact, but as it reverberates, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So in this sense, a small action, a small decision, you might think that it's not affecting much, but as you go throughout the rest of your day or the rest of your week or month, it reverberates. It affects another area of your life, another area of your business. And it just kind of, it gets bigger than what you initially thought it would. So let's just, let's just give some examples. All right. So one of the most, this example that I'm about to share with you is fascinating because I'm going through it in real time. And I knew that this would positively impact parts of my day and and my life for sure, for obvious reasons. But I couldn't have known the, the secondary results and effects from this decision that I'm about to share with you. So a few weeks ago, probably about three weeks ago now, maybe even four, maybe we're com- maybe this is the fourth week. I decided I'm going to start getting up at 5 a.m. Somebody suggested the 5 a.m. Club, the book, and I read it. And well, I'm not done with it, but I read enough of it for it to to talk me into 
and influence me to try waking up at 5 a.m. And I was happy to do it because you know how like you wake up one day and you're like, wow, it's already midway through the month or wow, it's already Friday or whoa, it's it's August or July. How did that happen? It feels like it was just New Year's Eve. Well, this has been happening more with me recently and it's it's caused a little bit of an internal crisis. And I think part of it is because Cruz is getting older and he's growing like a weed. And every time I look at him, he, I can tell like he's grown and he's changing and he's getting smarter and, and it's so exciting, but it also stresses me out because he's not a baby anymore. And then, you know, like understanding or having a more sober view of mortality with my mom being ill and, you know, going through that and all of that, it just, it's made me reflect more on time. And it's really made me want to squeeze every ounce of life that I possibly can out of my days. Because, you know, just a couple weeks ago, and today even, I I can turn around and be like, wow, yesterday and the day before, it all looks the same. It all went by so quickly. Am I doing enough? Am I living enough? Am I appreciating the moment? So anyway, I wanted to start waking up earlier in a way to, to squeeze more life out of my day, to take care and, you know, to take care of myself, to have time to myself because that positively impacts my business and and the things that I do, but also to stretch out the day. So anyway, I started waking up at 5 a.m. and it's not perfect. Some days it's five, some days it's 15, sometimes it's 4.55. So if you hear five and you're like, oh my gosh, never, ever, I could never. First of all, you could, but second, I don't think it's the time. It's it's more so like earlier than you normally do. If you don't think, if you don't have enough time to work out or have quiet time in the morning, then we can wake up earlier. So I started doing that. And as soon as I wake up, before I even have a sip of coffee, I go and I move. I either do a workout or sometimes this just looks like a walk with the dogs or a quick run, but I do some sort of physical movement because I feel best after I do that. I need, I need endorphins. That's just, I'm a better human. I'm a better version of myself when I feel better and when I have those positive endorphins. So I get up and I work out. Now, when I do this, all the things that I knew would happen has happened, right? So these are like the primary benefits and effects of this small, because it's pretty small, right? Like it's not like a massive, I'm not changing my lifestyle or anything. It's, I'm just waking up earlier. But here, you know, I, I get all of these benefits. So obviously more energy because I'm getting that movement in. Great. Better mood because I'm getting those endorphins. I feel better. I'm more confident and I'm I'm healthier because I'm doing these things. Because whenever I feel better or whenever I get that movement in, first thing in the morning, I'm way more likely to eat better throughout the day. So I know that I'm I'm taking better care of myself. I know that I'm healthier because of this. Because of those things, I'm more productive throughout my workday because I have more energy, because getting that sweat in and eating better 
makes me think more clearly and be able to focus for longer periods of time, okay? So all of these things are primary benefits, all right? I knew that those things were gonna happen, but you can see how that one action of getting up earlier and moving has reverberated, more energy, better mood. I feel better, I'm more confident, I'm healthier, which leads to more productivity throughout the day, okay? That all ties and pours into my business. Now, here are the secondary benefits that I did not realize I would also receive from from waking up earlier. By about five, let's say like six or seven p.m., I'm spent. I've hit my limit. I've been up for over 12 hours at this point. I've I've moved, I've worked, I've played. Now it's like we're shutting down, right? The systems are slowing down. It's I'm tired. By the time I get my rambunctious child into bed, fed, showered, and into bed, lights out. I'm done. So Usually I fall asleep while putting him down and then I'll get up, go downstairs, brush my teeth, go straight to bed. So positive benefits from that is I'm going to bed earlier, which means that I'm going to get good sleep and more sleep, which is going to allow me to then get up early again. Okay. Also, secondary benefit of that. If I'm so tired after I put cruise down that I'm going straight to bed, I'm not going downstairs and turning on the TV and watching reality TV or some random show, which also while I do that, typically I'm scrolling social media, right? And nothing's wrong with that. I I think like I'm a huge fan of, you know, allowing yourself to escape and shut it down for a little bit. But I think like, like for sure in my case, it it was too much of a good thing sometimes, right? And then, you know, that creates like this whole negative cycle. You go downstairs, you turn on the TV, one show turns into maybe two shows, which turns into more scrolling. In my case, I would end up going to bed at between 9.30, 10.30, sometimes even 11 o'clock at night, which means that the next morning, what am I going to do? I'm going to sleep in. I get a later start to the day. I'm less likely to work out. I'm less likely to eat well, right? And then like this whole negative cycle ensues. So that's one example that I'm experiencing right now in real time of the power of one decision at the start of my day and how that ripples into and touches and and impacts different parts of my day, of my life, not only just physically, health-wise, but but mood-wise, my business, my relationships. I'm, I feel like I'm more patient with crews because I'm happier. I feel better. I think I'm nicer with Chris. Things have just improved, okay? So that's one example. Let's do an example that's more negative, all right? So obvious example, because this is something else that I personally struggle with, is excess scrolling on social media. We all do it from time to time, right? This is something that I think, because it's so accessible, because these platforms have gotten so sophisticated when it comes to monopolizing our attention, 
it's something that we do. We scroll. Okay, fine. But the problem arises when you're doing it excessively. And somebody, whenever I was talking about this on the live, somebody asked a really good question. She said, how much is too much? And my answer to that is when it's cutting into time that you could be doing other things that you know you should be doing, right? It's one thing to, I don't know, like for five minutes or or even 10 minutes with your coffee in the morning, scroll a little bit while you're waking up. Fine. Or right before bed, even though we're not supposed to do that, but fine, right? It's it's going to happen. I think too much is when it's affecting, you know, it's it's causing you to not do other things that you should be doing because you're spending that time scrolling. Or I think another red flag is if you catch yourself like overly comparing yourself or if it's making you feel bad for whatever reason or makes you feel anxious, right? Like I know during the pandemic when all of these like conspiracy theories and rabbit holes and I mean, just all of these things were coming to the light and I went there for a little bit and I, I think that's the most anxious I've ever been in my entire life. Like I'm not just naturally not a very anxious person. And I had anxiety from that. Like it stressed me out. It freaked me out. It disgusted me. And it was because I was giving so much attention and time to these very, very dark, negative things that yes, we need to shed light on them, but like you have to control that. So here's how excessive scrolling can can have a negative ripple effect on your day. All right, so obviously the time thing, right? When you're excessively scrolling, you're spending time doing that versus getting up and moving, doing something in your business, being present with your friends or family, being quiet or, or reading a book, right? You're, you're, you're living in other people's worlds versus creating your own and living your own. Comparison is a big part of it too. So let's say you, you wake up and every day you spend on average, let's say an hour scrolling social media. So there's an hour of your day spent looking at other people's lives and not living yours. So right there, we've lost an hour, which means that something in your day is not going to happen. All right, so let's just say like that thing was working out. You were going to spend that time working out and moving and getting those endorphins running and all the things, but you didn't. Instead, you did social media. And then because of that, you also saw some things on social media that made you not feel so great. You scrolled across this chick that you follow who's a few steps ahead of you in her business, who from you know all appearances looks like she's killing it. And it made you feel really bad about yourself. You compared yourself. So because of that, you were going to go live. You were going to create this fun reel. But now you're thinking, who am I to do that? I could never do it as good as her. I look silly. I'm behind. Nobody's going to comment. So you end up not doing that, even though you know you should, even though you know that that's a part of your business that you need to, you need to be creating content. So you can see just how a positive habit can have positive reverberations and a positive ripple effect. Same thing with the negative. And both of these are relatively small actions. Okay, so you can now think of different things throughout your day, right? Like different vices 
you have. So maybe your vice is you drink a bottle of wine in the evenings, but you know, it's just something you do and it's not a big deal and it doesn't really affect you that bad in the moment. But because of that, you're mildly hungover the next day. You sleep in and then you can imagine like the the effects of that and then not to mention the long-term effects on your liver and your health and and everything. Okay, so I just want to set the stage with this idea of it's so easy to look at small actions like scrolling on social media, like watching a show in evening or, or binge watching a show, or I'm trying to think of like more examples, maybe like, I know an example that I gave that I struggle with, or that I, that I used to struggle with is like really bad snacking, like snacking on really sugary candy and just crap. I used to tell myself the lie, like, well, I'm, I'm overall healthy and I work out and I rarely get sick. So what, what's this candy bar? Right. But when you think of like how, okay, then I feel like crap afterward. And then I'm more likely to reach for other sugary things later on because I've triggered that. Now my body is craving it. And then I'm less, because I don't feel so great, I'm less likely to work out or I'm less likely to then show up online or whatever. So just understand, I wanted to paint the picture of how your actions can ripple and affect other areas of your life, all right? Now, knowing this and knowing how this can work, and those are just two examples. So we make I forget how many decisions we make every single day. It's a lot. We make a lot of decisions. So I'm sure now you can kind of imagine how your decisions, when added up together, can create something much bigger. And that much bigger can, you know, after a couple weeks, after a couple months, can look like something that's exciting and something that you actually want to create or something very different than you ever set off to create, right? These, these things add up is what I'm trying to say, especially over the long haul. So knowing this, how can we then, what people say, stack the deck in our favor so that we can overall, so that you can sleep well at night knowing that you're getting somewhere, The actions you're taking, the things that you're doing are leading you in the right direction. I'm going to give you four steps right now on how I've started to think about this for my own life, my own business, and it's been very helpful for me. I'm hoping it will be helpful for you. And by the way, if this is helpful, I would love to hear. Message me on Instagram. Let me know if if this has impacted you in any way. I love when you come to me, you're like, hey, that was really helpful, or could you elaborate on blank? Like hit me up. I'm, I'm so here for that. So the first tip when it comes to stacking the deck in your favor and how we can begin to do that is number one, we first have to know where we're going. You have to know the future of what it is that you want to create. What does that look like? And I want to challenge you. I'm not just talking about externally. I'm just, I'm not just talking about like the house you're going to live in and the car you're going to drive and you know the level of business you're going to have, but I mean internally too and personally. 
what type of human do you want to be? What type of wife, what type of partner, what type of parent, friend? How do you want to feel about yourself? How do you show up in your day-to-day, not just in business, but with the people that you love and, and for yourself? What does that future you, future business, and future life look like? Get clear on that. Journal on it. Meditate on it. Dream. You have to take the time to do that. And I want you to think of it in terms of like, let's say you're going to get in the car and you want to take a road trip. You could just start driving. You're going to get somewhere, right? But if you don't know the area, if you don't really know what general direction you're going in or where you're at or anything like that, you might not end up somewhere that you want to go. So you could do that. You just get in and start driving and, you know, fingers crossed you end up somewhere that you're into. Or you can put something in the GPS. You could say, okay, I am in the desert right now. I want to go to the beach. And not only just any beach, I want to go to this beach. So I'm going to put that beach, that address into my GPS. And then I'm going to follow directions on the way there and make sure that I make the turns and go the routes that's actually going to get me to not just any beach, but that beach. You have to know where you're going. And this has happened a few times in my own business where there are busy seasons where I have like my head down, so to speak, where I'm just, I'm doing the things. I'm, yeah, I'm working my business and maybe I have a lot of clients or it's just, it's just a busy season. And I have my head down so much that I haven't looked up to like really realize the direction I'm headed in. And next thing I know, it's been six months and I'm looking at my business like, whoa, this is not what I'm wanting to create. This is cool, but this is not the direction I'm wanting to go, right? The, and to give like a better example of this, there, there was a season in my business where I had invested money in coaches and their whole thing was this particular strategy. And I'm not going to get too much into it. And it was a good strategy and it's one that works for some businesses. And without really thinking about it and just kind of going, I get not blindly, but I trusted the coaches and they, they were fantastic. So I just kind of said, okay, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And we did, and it was a ton of work. It took so much time, and it was an investment. And next thing I knew, I was doing these strategies and running my business in a way that I never even wanted to do. That was never a desire of mine to be doing like webinars and and multiple webinars every week. But like that was the thing. That was I knew it. I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. But like. I had my head down. I was just doing the things. I hadn't taken the time to take a step back and evaluate like, whoa, is this actually the direction I'm wanting to go in? I just, I was just trying to get somewhere so fast, right? I just wanted results and these people knew how to get results. So I said, okay, let's do the thing. And I ended up somewhere that I didn't even want to be. So you want to take the time to slow down to speed up. You want to take the time to, maybe you go on a personal retreat. Maybe you just take one day off. Maybe you take a couple of hours. And this is something that you'll want to like check in on, right? 
but where, what is the GPS? What is the location or what is the location you're putting in the GPS? What's the address that we are headed to? Where, what do you actually want to create? And this isn't just for a business. Again, this is for your relationships, for your health, for your mental health, for so many different things. Where, what are your values? And how do we work out from that? So that's number one. I, I'm always surprised and I've, I'm guilty of this, I promise you, but I'm surprised when I talk to women and I'm like, okay, what they hire me and I ask them, where are we, what are we doing? What are we working toward? What's your goals? And they don't know. And, you know, so, so that's fine. We, we kind of get clear on that, but you want to take the time to do that first because that answer is going to dictate the next things that we're about to dive into. So get clear on where we're wanting to go. And then the next tip that I have for you when it comes to stacking the deck in your favor is being self-aware enough to identify and shed light on your weaknesses or your vices. What are the areas that could be problematic or maybe already are problematic? Or when I say problematic, what I mean is they're leading you in a different direction than the direction that you're wanting to go. So we want to go to the beach, but based on how you're acting and and the actions that you're taking, you're actually, you're headed further into the desert. Okay. But this requires a level of self-awareness that oftentimes is uncomfortable because I know if anybody is like me, it's, it's not fun to admit, okay, I have a problem with this, or I potentially have a problem with this, or like I, when it comes to this thing over here, I'm not good. Other people are, and I'm so happy for them, but I'm not. And this looks different for everybody. And that's really important to understand because I have different vices than you. Therefore, the actions that I take and the ways that I set myself up for success and stack the deck in my favor are likely going to look different than how you do it. So if you look at the things that I'm doing and you hear, okay, Allie, she wakes up at 5 a.m., so I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. She goes live three times a week, so I'm going to go live three times a week. She has cut out sugar and dairy, so I'm going to cut out sugar and dairy because she's succeeding over here and she's doing these things, or she looks like she's succeeding and she's doing these things and I want to succeed, so I'm going to do these things. But if you don't have the same vices, if you don't have the same areas of weaknesses as I do, then those things aren't going to be as helpful for you or they may not work for you. So, To give you an example of this, one of my vices is I am very, I don't even know how to articulate this, but I guess I'm very influenced by how I start my day. Whereas like some people may not be, but if I don't start my day in a way that serves me, meaning like getting up in enough time to have some quiet time or maybe get a workout in and eating something good, I'm way more likely to then give in to more negative habits throughout the day. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but, and I think a lot of people are probably like this too, but nine times out of 10, if I don't start my day off in a way that I'm proud of, I'm way more likely to continue negative 
habits. It's very strange. So because of that, because I'm very aware of that, and I've seen this play over and over and over again in my own life, how I stack the deck in my favor is I get up early enough to move my body in some way, have some quiet time, have a cup of coffee, and have some time to myself to get my mind right before the craziness of the day starts, right? Another vice of mine is already kind of alluded to it, but like the snacking and the sugary sweets. I'm somebody who my whole life of, I have a sweet tooth. Like that's just kind of my thing. And I had a call. I got blood work done and my enzymes looked at with Dr. C, who many of you followed, Dr. Cynthia Kempinski. She's incredible. And turns out those sugars are not... I mean, surprise, surprise, they're not good for you, but they're especially not good for me. And I'm not going to get into my medical history on here, but not good. Okay. Had to lock that up. So knowing that, knowing that that's a problem for me and an advice that I've typically given into, and that can be potentially problematic when put in certain situations, like if it's in the house, I now have to stack the deck in my favor by not having it in the house. If I don't get sugar, nobody gets sugar. So I went as far, like I got a subscription to Thrive Market, which is really cool. And now we have more healthy snack alternatives and not the same junk that we used to have in the pantry. All right. So those are just two examples of like areas of my life that I know were not serving me, but areas that were, that I struggled with. And I had to just, I had to just own it. Hey, I'm not good at this. So what can I do to help myself? So that's your second tip. What are your vices? And then the third is once we know that, once we know what these areas are, excessive scrolling, snacking, waking up late, maybe you need structure in your day. Maybe you don't need structure in your day. Maybe you, your vice is again, the drinking or too much caffeine or whatever the thing may be. Okay. We want to get clear. You can write them down. You do whatever you want to do. I encourage you to write them down at least once. Take a look at it. Reflect. Okay. If I continue with these actions, I want you to like start with one. Okay. If I continue with this first action here, what is the ripple effect of this? What are the primary effects from doing this thing? every single day? And then what are the secondary and how does it go out from there? And how is, I see how this affects my day. How does it affect my week? How does it affect my month, my year, my life? I bet if you go through every single one of those and you really take the time to look at that, it will shake you enough to say, okay, what can we do differently here? How, what can I put into place What decisions can I make? What habits can I be intentional about creating to steer me in a different direction? And that's my third tip for you. This is where we stack the deck in your favor. We know that we struggle with these things over here. Cool. No big deal. We all struggle with different things. But what are the things that we can put into place that's going to set you up to win? This can look like so many different things, okay? This can look like help. So maybe this looks like hiring a therapist or hiring a mentor. Maybe this looks like bringing somebody into the house to support you. So maybe your advice is 
or it's not so much advice, but just something that you know is affecting you negatively is you have crippling mom guilt because your kids are home and you're also trying to grow a business and you want to do both. You don't want to give up either of those. So maybe setting yourself up for success looks like having somebody come in for a few hours on certain days of the week so that your babies are looked after and they're safe and you know that they're they're happy and all is well. So then you can focus on your business and do the things that you need to do and then you can go back to mom life. This could look like implementing systems in your business. So one of the things that I know about myself that isn't lovely is I I don't do numbers. I don't do accounting. I can't handle it. Same thing with like customer service. I'm not the best at it. Those things are way more likely to fall through the cracks in my business than anything else. If the target on my map or the address in my GPS is this multi-million dollar business, I need to have my numbers in check and probably need to have something in place for customer service too, right? So over time, once my business allowed it, I delegated my finances. I have an accountant now who handles that for me so I don't have to touch it. I just hired a girlfriend of mine to help me with customer service. Okay. Now, initially in the beginning of my business, I couldn't do that. I didn't have the means, the revenue to be able to do those things and you make it work. But I knew, okay, as soon as I make a little bit more money, that money is going toward a VA or is going toward an accountant because I know that that is going to continue to veer me off track and slow me down and take my energy and turn it negative, where, whereas I could be doing something else with that. Stacking the deck in your favor can also and probably will also look like taking inventory of your beliefs and your belief system. If you know that you have negative self-beliefs or just overall negative beliefs about your future and what you're capable of creating, you want to take a look at that. Just as important as your daily habits and your daily actions is your daily thoughts. I would say probably more important because you think way more thoughts every single day than you take actions. And I forget what the exact statistic is, but like an insane percentage of those thoughts are recurring. So if you're thinking mostly negative thoughts about yourself, you are thinking them over and over and over and over and over again, every single hour, every single day, and so on. Take a second and imagine the ripple effect of that. Whoa. If you know that your mindset is something that could be improved, which I think it's fair enough to say that's probably all of us on some level at some point. But if you know that is the case for you, it is imperative that you become self-aware and really like understand and own that and then ask yourself the powerful, empowering question of what else could I believe instead of that? How can I raise my self-belief? What can I do to help me in that area? So again, hiring a coach taking a course, undergoing therapy, 
this is going to look again different for every single person, but you cannot leave your mindset out. It is so critical in how you show up every single day. And then every single week, obviously like how you show up daily is going to be how you show up weekly overall and monthly and and so on. Same ripple effect. Okay. So the third tip is based on your vices, based on your, your weaknesses and, and also what, what we're aiming for on the target, where we're headed, what are things that we can put into place? What are things we can improve? What habits can we adopt? What beliefs can we believe that are going to set yourself up for success and send you off in the direction that you actually want to go? That is the third tip for you. And then the fourth and final tip is it's not enough to do this once, set it and forget it. We are humans, right? And and also, it's so important for you to understand too, and I wish I had actually said this earlier, these things are not going to be perfect. I promise you. I said I get up at 5 a.m. or between like 5 and 5.30. That is not perfect. Sometimes I know I need more sleep, and that is more important. That takes precedence over getting up and getting a workout in, right? Or sometimes I just sleep in because I'm freaking human. I had a coffee today that had sweetener and I knew better, right? It's not the point of like making it perfect. It's just like overall, are we behaving and showing up in the way that is serving us rather than not? Okay. So your fourth tip is you need to check in regularly and ask yourself that question. Because seasons of life are going to happen. Things are going to happen. People are going to get sick. You're going to get sick. You're going to get busier. You're going to get slower. Things are going to happen. Life is going to come at you, right? It's not just going to be like this even playing field where you get to decide and things are going to go perfectly based on your plan. Your plan is going to be thrown off course all the time. So you want to make sure I suggest maybe once a month, if not more, checking in and looking at, okay, what am I doing day to day? How am I showing up for my business, for my people, for myself? How do I feel about that? Do I feel good about the direction I'm going or do I feel not so good and why? What this is going to do is obviously if you're off course, I'm hoping that this will motivate you to get back on track. Or when the going gets tough, it's going to keep you showing up. So like each week on Sunday, you know, like on the weekends, I allow myself to live, right? Like I I sleep in. I'm not crazy on the weekends. I allow myself to rest, which is so important. And then I know Sunday night, okay, now I'm prepping for Monday and I'm going to be getting up at 5 a.m. again. It's not easy. It is not sexy rolling out of bed at 5 a.m. when I so desperately want to stay in bed. But when I check in and I look back on the past four weeks and I see how much more productive I've been, how much more clear-minded I've been, I see how, how my body looks compared to what it did how I'm feeling, how me and Chris are, how, how I feel, you know, I am with Cruz and my mom. And I can see the positive ripple effect of that one action, 
checking in with that is going to get my butt up and do it all over again the following week, even when it's not easy. Because some of these things are not, especially in the beginning. And I think like having an awareness of that too, of like the beginning of forming a habit is the hardest part. Your brain is going to go into overdrive trying to bring you back to your safe zone. That's its job. And the book, The 5am Club, did a really great job on on explaining how your brain works and the process of actually forming a habit. So I mean, it's such a good book anyway. It's a little cheesy, but but overall, like it's game changing and it really helped me understand how to form habits and, and the process of pushing through. I think it's like for the first 21 days or something like that and how hard it's going to be and how that's normal. It just, it makes it easier to go through when you know what to expect and know like how far you need to get to actually form that habit because eventually it becomes a habit. These things, once you do them over a certain period of time, you've formed a new neuropathway. I think that's what it's called. And now your brain is firing to where like, that's just what you do. So instead of automatically hitting the snooze button, you find yourself automatically getting out of bed and putting your feet on the ground. It becomes second nature over time. Anything can be good and bad. So you have to check in and just ask yourself, am I on the right path? How do I feel? Is this where I want to go? Yes. Cool. I'm going to keep doing it. No. Cool. What do I need to change? How can I continue to set myself up for success? I promise you, I promise you this will change your life. This will help you if not reach that dream destination, at least put you on your way there. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm not at my dream destination yet, so I can't really speak to that. But I know for sure I am well more on that path and headed there faster than I was even just a couple months ago before I started like understanding this concept and, and showing up in the way that I have been lately. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful for you. If so, I would love to know. Tag me in your Instagram stories. DM me. Let me know which part of this was enlightening to you, which part really helped you. Let me know if there's anything I can expound on for you. If you really enjoyed this, I would love if you left me a review on iTunes and let me know. That is so helpful. And getting this message and this information out to more people that also need this information too. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you're still here, you are a trooper. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.